Well, rapper Kanye West has fired back at George Floyd's family following their $390 million lawsuit against him. Yeah, let's get some more. Our entertainment editor, Peter Ford, is with us. Hi, you, Pete. Okay. What's the story? What's the latest? Yeah, in amongst this uh, avalanche of stuff about Kanye West, this I thought this was quite interesting. It only dropped about three or four hours ago. Now, you might recall, of course, the terrible story of George Floyd, the man who was killed by cops. And, of course, it turned out that he did have fentanyl in his system. Very, very dangerous drug. But that isn't what killed him. But it was in his system. I think the toxicology report said it may have been a contributing factor. But we know in the last couple of weeks, Kanye West said, in fact, that is what killed him, not asphyxiation. So as a result of that, George Floyd's daughter began legal action via her adult supervisors at, to, and asking for 250 million US dollars. So fast forward to today, here's the interesting twist. Kanye West has revealed that in fact, after George Floyd died, he donated two million dollars to that child to help for the up keep and the education etc moving forward so now suddenly they're suing him for 250 million dollars even though he'd given them two million dollars as a donation and he says you are either being controlled or you're very very greedy so if we accept what Kanye West is saying is completely true and we are at that point now where we have to question everything uh, I would say it's a pretty valid point that he's making Gee, well, okay, that's interesting. Um, Pete, rock and roll legend Jerry Lee Lewis passed away over the weekend. Uh, yeah. How is he being remembered? This all got very messy last it week. It did. He really did pass away. Mm -hmm. So uh, confirmed this time after that false start late last week. And clearly, I would imagine that he must have been on death's door. Someone just assumed there was no chance of him bouncing back and they leaked it to the press. And in fact, as we say, he did die. So look, he is being remembered as one of the great originators of rock and roll. I mean, he was a massive star. Probably was also the first time ever a celebrity had been cancelled where people just refused to play his music, refused to give him publicity. Uh, so he kept his career going, but it was always at a certain level. Now, the reason why he got cancelled is because the marriage to his 13-year-old second cousin. Now, her name was Myra, Myra Williams now, and she, in fact, has given an interview over the weekend. This is about five or six years ago when she brought out a book. The book's actually really good. It's called The Spark That Survived. You can still buy it. And she went on to have a very happy life, a very happy life and career in the real estate business, did not look back at the marriage when it happened as in, with any bitterness or anger. She seems to accept that totally. She said the marriage became impossible, but that was because of drugs. But the takeaway from her was she didn't like being referred to as the child bride. I'm just telling you what she said, don't come after me. She said, I was the adult in the relationship. And it was Jerry who really was the child. I did everything. I did the banking. I went and bought the house for us to live in. I went and bought the car, all of that. So it sounds to be at the nicest word I can think of. It's a very peculiar relationship. But what a life she led. You know, she was married at 13. She had a first child at wow. 14. She lost oh. that child at 17. She had a second child at 19. Remarkable that this woman is around and can look back on all of this with some level of humour and still with great respect for Jerry. Yeah.
All right, Pete, let's move on. And Prince Harry, he's the young one with the red hair. He moved to America, married some girl. Uh, he's written a book, it's called Spare, just catching people up. Uh, yep. And it's making headlines again today, as we expect it will every day. Until it comes out, then it will keep making headlines. Yeah, look, there's going to be a lot of speculation about what's in the book, what the tone of the book is going to be, and all I can do is share with you what's out there. I can't verify this. Today they're saying the publisher sent the book back to Harry saying it's not sexy enough. We want more sex, more romping about. So the ghostwriter, in fact, contacted Harry's ex-girlfriends and interviewed them. Now, there is a ghostwriter for this book. The, the website doesn't make any mention of that. In fact, it's quite a well-respected ghostwriter. And so the word is that the book is now going to be a lot sexier than first thought. Watch, wait and see. I don't know for sure. Here's another interesting thing. With the book, we know here in Australia and England and America, it's called Spare, which is very much a play on the term of the, the spare and the, the air and the spare. But in other parts of the world, it's got other titles, including Living in the Shadows. That's a bit dark. Mm -hmm. Neglected. That's dark as well. And here's the best one. Leftovers. Now, he would have obviously signed off on all these titles for the different countries. Presumably, they didn't feel that that term would, would really say anything as it does here in immediate terms. So uh, it does indicate that this is probably going to be a tone of the book, being angry about being the spare and feeling neglected. Watch, wait and see. A lot more to come. Leftovers. I thought that Left was Camilla's cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Gee, thank you, Pete. We'll check in thank with you. you later in the show.